Hi guys, uh, this is our promised Japan episode of Codename Chicken, which I think constitutes week 15, maybe. Um, our original plan was to record a little bit each day and then sort of stitch it together. That didn't end up coming off. We The first record went crazy, crazy long. Um, so we're just going to stick that a bit out and then I think we'll do a, a roundup episode afterwards. Uh, so thanks for sticking with it and we'll see you on the next one. Dean. Carl. Where are we? Where in the world are we? Much like Carl and San Diego, where in the world are we? Well, for the first time ever, we're recording an episode sat next to each other. Fuck me. Not only are we sat next to each other, we're sat in a country which makes me feel nervous and giddy and happy and alive and like just fucking love this country. Then we're in fucking Tokyo. We're in Tokyo. We're in Tokyo. Before we... Tokyo. Um, Shibuya. Shinjuku. We're in Shinjuku, which is near Shibuya. I have a problem with the way you say Shibuya. Shibuya. My boya. Shibuya. My boya from Shibuya. <laughs> Shibuya from Shibuya. <laughs> uh, it's Shinjuku near Shibuya. Um, I guess we'll probably just lay out... We're gonna re- We said in the past we're going to record an episode here. We're, I think we're recording this in little chunks. Probably day by day ish. Little short daily summaries is the plan, and then we'll stitch them all together. Yeah. And make a mega show. Right. So before we started recording, I opened the um, the obligatory beer off mic like a tit. So that there that is a can of Asahi brand Orion draft beer, and it says on the front Orion draft beers. Clear, mild taste is widely loved as an Okinawan original. And it's got some moon runes on it. It doesn't look... Let's have a look at this colour. Let's pour it. Ooh, it's quite clear. We'll do half a cup for you and half for me, because this is a, like a Coke-sized can. 3.30-ish? 3.30, 3.50? fifty. It's hard to tell. There's lots of... Uh, just look for the numbers, because there's lots of... I can tell you it's 5%. Yeah, that'll do. We have been drinking already tonight. Um, <laughs> I think we should start off with, um, in England it's 3pm, we, yeah. s- we set off at, so you set off at 7am the day before. Well I actually set off at about, oh 6am, I left my house at quarter past five in the a.m. Oh wow, okay. Uh, to get a, a quarter to six train. So that's 24... That's a lot of hours. That's it's like, a lot of hours. It's like thirty odd hours. It's. I got on the plane to get to this point. Uh, I boarded at nine thirty. We left at just gone ten o'clock in the a.m. and I arrived. Regardless of changes, I arrived in Tokyo at nine thirty-five a.m. Yeah, about nine thirty a.m. local time. Um, so we are, so we've, we've arrived first thing in the morning. It's now uh, midnight. Oh, yeah, shit. ten past midnight. So we've literally we've completed a day in uh, Tokyo. Level up. Yeah, level up. It's now tomorrow. High five. Apart from in England, where it's still today. Yeah, I sent my mother. My mother was insistent that I send her a message when I get a to Amsterdam, which is where my change was, and b in Tokyo. Both of them, she was like dead asleep for 
So I got a message when I finally got back on Wi-Fi that was like, well, enjoy, I guess. You're not dead, so <laughs> carry on. <laughs> We're def- definitely not dead. Um, so what was the first thing we done when we got to uh, Tokyo? The first thing we did was uh, we discovered that my luggage isn't in the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your luggage got left in Amsterdam. Uh, but it's okay. It's apparently on a flight from Amsterdam to Tokyo, which is like the next day's version of the flight we took yesterday. And it's actually in the air now and due to land in about nine hours? About nine hours. It's an 11-ish hour flight, so hopefully I'll be able to get my luggage middle of the day today now, I guess. <laughs> in yeah, yeah. Uh, in 12 hours, you should have a luggage full of 12 your clothing. Hours. Someone's got to bring it to me. Yeah, that's pretty cool that um, they're going to bring it straight to this apartment. The woman was very polite. I was I was saying earlier, I was on the brink of just like... You know, Riot. Just fucking going mental because all my, I've got like four sets of clothes in there because we've got a washer. So I don't have to take nine sets. <laughs> so why are you only bringing four sets of clothes for like a nine day trip? Because then I can put more shit in my suitcase on the way back. <laughs> we have a washer so I can wash my clothes and we have a dryer so I can dry my clothes. And then, you know, I don't have to bring as many clothes and I can take more Gundam kits home. <laughs> I've already bought two and it's the first day. <laughs> so, um, at the airport we've done our obligatory dicking around. We um, bought SIM cards and train travel cards and tr- train passes into the city. Yeah, and then travel was paid for for the duration of, well, at least my side of the trip, then staying for longer. Yeah, I've got a few extra days here. Um... And it worked out sort of what, 35, 40 quid, some of that, pounds yeah, for other yeah. people. Yeah, it wasn't dear to get, we got these like all day passes, which is about 1,500 yen, about... It's 72 hour passes, mate. 72 arseholes. 72. 72 arseholes. <laughs> That's what awaits us in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do, you know why? Cause I've, do you know why I said arseholes? Because Because I'm a little bit drunk. And we've had. I've got it on the tip of my tongue to talk about the toilet experience in our Airbnb. So that <laughs> so, probably comes next in the experience. Well, I guess we no, had, we, we had food. Didn't we? Ramen, ramen. We, we just as soon as we got to Tokyo, we were just lugging our suitcase. Well, I was lugging my suitcase around. I don't have experience <laughs> with the rest of the north, or at least when I've been in the north, I've never spoken to people about Asian food, so I don't know if all of them say ramen. That frankly disgusts me. It's ramen. I say ramen. Even the Japanese say ramen, just in their well, own The accent. Japanese are wrong, obviously. Well, clearly. In my eyes. Obviously, they're wrong. I mean, it's their word, but fuck it, they're wrong. God damn it, we had ramen, and uh, it's better than the ramen we get in our own country. Of course it is. It's, it was like a thick, creamy broth with <sighs> succulent slices of pork on top, um... I go for that nori on the side because I like that seaweed taste. I don't, earthy and nice. I don't like seaweed, so I gave Carl my nori, so he noshed up my nori. I'm looking forward to the onigiri. I'm going to get that soon. I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. It's a massive ball of rice okay. wrapped in nori. Oh, yeah. They do them in the supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, but it's better when you get it like steamed and cooked ready to go. Probably. You, you dry nori, it crumbles off and it's shit. You get it steamed and it's all soggy and nice. Yeah, I, don't, soy sauce I, I can't do the, the seaweed taste. But um, yeah, the ramen was just a uh, ramen, ramen. I, th- I think of that. Um, there's like some sort of composer, someone ramen, who does like all the Bollywood 
theme tunes. I don't know. I, I have watched some no. Bollywood films because they're really like happy and nice. <laughs> if I'm like in a sad state, I'll either listen to um, Beethoven's Opus 131 string quartet, <laughs> particularly the sixth and seventh movement, if you don't know. Uh, or I'll go on Netflix and watch Bollywood films because <laughs> they're always, even <laughs> if it's like a drama, they're so happy. <laughs> Everyone ends up dancing anyway, and you don't know what's happening because it's all subtitled. You can't be <laughs> fucked already because you're pissed. Um, so uh, post post ramen, um, more ramen. Couldn't be asked to figure out the train system, so just Ubered straight to the apartment, which was like five blocks away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, Uber driver. This is one of these. It's one of those moments where I'm in Tokyo and suddenly. I don't understand something. Because this guy pulls up in a car that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> I don't know. What car was that? Yeah, because they're not like... The badge was not something I recognised. No, it's like an Asian-specific um, brand or manufacturer who doesn't get ex- exported widely into Europe. And It was something that if I had that in the UK, I would assume that I was in limousine service rather than like an Uber. Yeah, it was very luxury. Leather seats, electric... Uh, electric work going at slow speeds at least um, yeah it's a really nice car a big touch screen in the dashboard and a map and yeah, yeah um, so yeah got to the apartment and what do you think of the apartment what do you think of a Japanese Airbnb apartment I mean I've only seen one but I like it it's good um, what have we got we've got four beds three of us um, we've got we got one. Of the, what is that called? That there. <laughs> That's a. It's a, one of them tables that you sit on the floor and. It's like a blanket that goes over your knees. But there's a blanket that goes over your knees around the table. Keep I'd, you warm and catch food. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the official uh, reason it's there. What else have we got? We've got a haunted um, doll clock thing. Yeah, there's some sort of like shrine in my bedroom <laughs> with this twisty gold knob, and you twist it, and it plays this eerie musical tune from. From what I gather, it's it's got I think some it's, sort of spirits embedded no, no, in it. It's a tune. I know it. I can't think what it is. I do want to say that I know there's people that listen to this show that also listen to a show that I love. I'm not biting on haunted doll watch. <laughs> this thing does. <laughs> Never heard of that. It's from a different show. This thing does have. It's like. What is it? It's like um. It's like one of those clocks that you get in like a thick glass tube, except instead of clocks, it's dolls, and <laughs> you turn like one of those like Asian gold. It's not like. Are gold. It's like Asian gold, right? It's like super, Very shiny, super bright and shiny, yellowy gold. Yeah, gaudy. I would say gaudy. Gaudy gold. And you turn gold. it. There's the episode title. Gaudy gold. Um, maybe not. <laughs> gaudy gold and rowdy ramen. <laughs> and you turn it, and it's like death is just coming out of this fucking thing. He's gonna kill you at midnight. <laughs> He's gonna write your name in a notebook, and you'll die. Anyway, we did the Airbnb. Then I use I use the toilet. I use the toilet. Oh, you did use the toilet, and you got rectally examined by a jet <laughs> of water. So I put it. I put um. <laughs> first, first thing I I love I love um Japanese <laughs> toilets purely because most of them are heated. So you sit down, and then your bum is greeted with this nice warm, solid plastic thing, rather than like a freezing cold yeah. wooden thing that I normally have at home. So um. Yeah, it's nice to sit on something warm. Yeah, get the other beer out. Get the other beer out. Um, and then it's... <laughs> S- 
So the bottle of beer has like 10 million ice cubes stuck to it because I've done that trick where you put a... Uh, Ruma Kassan, I'm, I'm going to send you a link to this podcast and I apologise that your ice blocks are full of bits of paper. <laughs> Sorry, Airbnb host. Um, yeah, I've done that trick where you put wet tissue around a bottle of beer and then put it in the freezer and it cools it down quicker, but all the ice cubes got stuck to it. Anyway, back to the toilet. I push this button. Yeah, it's open. Uh, let me finish this first. So I pushed a button after doing my, my business, which was a lot of business because I didn't really do much business on the plane. I um, like 25 hours of having <laughs> poop. I'm just going to throw it out there. And I still haven't done it. I'm at like 30 hours But now. when you do, you're going to push the button I press and feel what I felt. It was a jet of strong hot water cleansing me like I've never been cleansed before. Although I have been cleansed before like that. <laughs> <laughs> by other toilets thanks but not for a long time not since probably last time I was in Japan um, but yeah that was that was one of my, yeah, I, I enjoyed that in a, in, a, in a guilty kind of way I yeah I think if we continue at the pace we're going now this episode's going up at about four hours long so we've maybe split this into two maybe three parts depending on how long it is yeah we'll see, we'll see what happens um, what happened after Okay, so we've got into the country. Went for ramen. We've had some ramen. Ramen. We've checked in our Airbnb. Checked in. Our lodgings. Done a poo. Done a poo. We've got SIM cards. We've got travel cards. We've got all this shit we need to subsist in Japan, except I ain't got no clothes. <laughs> except for what I'm wearing, which ain't appropriate. So we, what do we do next? We went out to get the essential second bowl of ramen. Yeah, we got the second bowl of ramen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what I love about these ramen joints, right, is you walk in... Pardon me, that's not going to show up on the mic, but I just ruined it for myself. <laughs> Sounds like you need to have a little one-on-one time with the... Uh, I do, guff. With the toilet. Mm. Um, the magical toilet. You walk into this ramen shop, or even sometimes, outside the ramen shop, there's just a machine, and you feed it some money, and tell it what you want, and it takes your money, and gives you change, and gives you a little ticket, and you give it to the person inside, and then they give you... What you ordered? Yeah, who needs waiting stuff when you can just have a machine and you just tell the machine what you want and the yeah. machine gives you a ticket, you get a ticket to the chef. Yeah, it's, it's because I love this. The I'm, perfect way of ordering food. I'm not getting upsold into other shit. And I'm not like not that I'm not saying they're gonna try and upsell me, but like I I get Let's they, they do upsell. Like once you press the ramen that you want, it so takes you to the take, or do you want a side bit? Or yeah, what? but it takes you to the appetizer screen. It shows you these big pictures of gorgeous looking gyoza oh, dumplings. I'm gonna want that stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but did, so. but if, if the picture wasn't there flashing in your face about these gyozas, would you pick it? Maybe, maybe not, because it would probably be in a language you don't understand. But okay, yeah, the okay. um. So I, I think it's it's got this little psychiatric way of upselling, but not. Hard upselling like some waitresses or waiters do. Plus, you don't need to tip machines. No tips. Well, you don't have to tip people either. Yeah. Um, people are basically machines that are efficient. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> We're not being cocklords like in here in Japan. I did look it up. <laughs> you don't. You just don't tip people. Um, they get paid, you know, fair wages for what they do. Um, and the and ones that don't have their jobs taken by machines who take your orders. Yeah, like... Today, uh, one of the first people I actually met in the country was a person who was responsible for cleaning out the cigarette smoking booth. 
and then standing outside until it was dirty again and then cleaning it out again. I like the people who are hired to uh, just push people on trains to make sure the trains are packed as full as possible. Yeah, have you actually seen those yet? Not yet. Because we need to travel at rush hour. And I've seen some... video footage of one. I swear to God, they have like a riot <laughs> shield and they, they just jam people on. Yeah, that's something I want to experience. For... I don't know why. Quick um, second beer break. Oh. Dean has bought me a present from uh, Blighty, Blighty, mm-hmm. UK. What have we got? We've got a bottle of Brewdog. It's probably my third favourite beer, because my first two oh, favourite really? beers are similar to yours. How do, I'm, I'm actually curious, because we haven't spoken much since you got your hands on the Rushfield 10. And I know how you feel about the Hitachi No Nest Pale. I prefer the Rushfield 8. I can see that. See, I like the 10 because I feel like 6, 8, 10 is like Guinness and then thicker than Guinness and then even thicker than Guinness. Yeah, I, I like the middle one. The middle, the 10 I liked, but I felt like I could drink more of the 8. Did you have the 10 on its own? Yeah. I'll tell you what, eat the 10 with a nice meat dinner, like really substantial meat dinner. <laughs> and I reckon it'll change your mind. So, saying, oh, Rochefort, Hitachino? Yep. Brewdog, Elvis Juice. Yeah, Elvis Juice. It's just got this really fruity, citrusy, because it's grapefruit infused. Anyway, you've got it. So, what do you think of it? We've got it in the Dean Water Bottle for Water Bottle for you, so we're sharing a bottle. We can have a different beer every day for this, because there's a shop right around the corner. (laughs) Um, I'm probably not ready to stick it on my third favourite. No, it's it's very subjective. It's quite nice. If you do that, you can kind of see purple in the bubbles yeah. if you get it out of the light. It might be the orange light, the peppermint. Probably pink. there's about eight different lights. Yeah, <laughs> we've got these big giant pink lights above us. So that's probably what's causing the purple. Um, yeah, it's a nice. It's a, I say it's, it a lot. It's, it sounds a bit shit, but it's a nice drop. I think it's a nice thing. I say it's it's different from your normal Brewdog fare. Yeah, it's just got a nice taste that I find is quite unique, and I could drink a lot of it. I think I've said before that, like, Brewdog, uh, uh, what's that one they do? Punk IPA is, like, the new Budweiser for me. It's, like, the new medium beer. It's the go-to beer when I want just a nice beer. Yeah, but that could easily overtake punk for me. Well, if I turn my wife out and say, just get a few beers for tonight, she'll get punk IPA and know that I'm going to be satisfied with, okay. with that and yeah we don't actually know what beers we drunk today because we ordered them from machines we ordered a Kirin one of oh we Kirin. had a Kirin oh, actually we had we two had a, we had several Kirins you had a Coke in the other one but uh, me and my housemate had a Kirin he's yeah, here too need a sugar fix sleeping at the moment um oh yeah we had a ton of, what did we get to ramen we had a ton of ramen we had some beers uh oh and then what we what did we do next then we went to Akihabara yeah, I bought some, some Gundams. Which is like an otaku central. It's like full of geeky stuff. We went to... I wouldn't even say... I'd, that kind of paints it in its wrong picture, right? It's not... It's... Otaku you picture as like comic video game nerd, which I'd say that shit is there. But it's more or less like if, if you can nerd out about it, it's probably there. It's <clears throat> full of nerdy stuff, which for me... Is perfect. It's full of like big electronic shops, which I can nerd out. Yeah, you know, I could spend hours in these shops. We've been the king of the nerds. I need to fetch my wallet because I know what's coming. Where's my wallet? 
Oh, he's sleeping in there. I can't get it. Yeah, don't count your money. You'll you'll be sad. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to look at the pictures I got. <laughs> oh, the pictures. We'll get to the pictures. So um, yeah, Akihabara is full of all these geeky shops. So use buying some Gundam models. Yeah, I've been looking for some um, some specific ones. I found. I found the Nintendo Switch demo, not a demo model, but like a dummy model. Yes, the dummy model, it's got nothing, it's, there's no gubbins in it. it I won't, yeah, well, it weighs nothing. I scared his I roommate. What, there is something in that, I tell you, in that Joy-Con, oh. there's something in it. It's not a full unit. I feel like they've put like a weight in there to make it feel, because you can feel yeah. it wobble when you shake it. Yeah, yeah, it's not got the, it doesn't <laughs> feel solid, it feels hollow, but it feels, it has got weight to it. And if their ice cube tech, whatever the fuck it's called, work feels like that when you shake it, like, that's, that's no good. F- looking forward to trying that. Was it Rumble? Hasty Rumble. <laughs> that's what they call it. <laughs> but yeah, the, the first thing I've done was I picked up this demo dummy model of the, hate, of the you know, Switch. It looks real. I believe it's probably the real casing, but with fake innards. I instantly knew it was fake, and I was like, just move it up and down, and I pretended to drop it, and <laughs> your roommate's face just dropped. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I don't think he was ready for the level of top. He, he didn't. He didn't realize it. He didn't realize it was a dummy model at the time. So yeah, we went, uh, I didn't actually catch that because I was too busy trying to um, not pay tax on Gundam models. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You just show your passport, and they say, "Okay, you, you get a tax discount because." Yeah, but they staple a bunch of shit into your passport. Yeah, because you can only. Oh, you can only get a certain amount tax free. It's not that. Is it? No, it's no. that when you claim your tax back, you have to show the things that you bought and oh. the receipts, right? So they don't let you... Because they'll, they'll see that there's rips out of your passport on that page, mm. like Japan or whatever. So they staple it all in together so you've got it all in one place and it's all it's all done. But you can claim it all back, which... Oh, so you pay the full price and you claim tax back at the airport by showing yeah, your passport. And in this it. place, SoftMap, mm-hmm. S-O-F-M-A-P, if any of you are going... Um, it was actually recommended to me by a guy that runs a Gundam shop in the UK. Uh, if you choose the tax-free checkout option, which is kind of a faff because they take you down from the modeling bit, down to like the perfume bit or whatever, you get a 5% discount on the lot anyway. And then you get your tax back at the airport. Oh, nice. So that's where we took you because you picked up these Gundam models, went to the checkout. We was on the fifth floor, I think. Mm. And then he took you into a special lift. No, it was just a lift. I yeah. used that about three times looking for you after that. <laughs> and then, like, me and your housemate, Joe, was just looking around going, okay, so Carl's gone. Let's go upstairs. And that turned out to be full of hentai video games, new and yeah. used. Yeah. Um, I looked the, at the used section just for kicks, and it wasn't said, pretty. <laughs> the sign said used DVD software in parentheses adult. And I knew what that was immediately. I didn't look at the signs. I just went upstairs because we've been going upstairs all the time, and every floor was different. One was. One was like rice cookers and electric shavers. The next yeah. one was DVDs. The next one was video games. The next one was Gundams. And the next one was adult pornography games. Yeah. I with think anime that's kind girls. of telling of like Tokyo shops in general. Because like I, I research what shops I need to go to to find the shit that I want. Because like the kits that I 100% want to pick up, they're not super duper rare, but they are kind of old and they're not really like in a shop owner's best interest to be stocking right now. So you need to go to like more specialised to... places who stock. Yeah, yeah, I need to go to a place where I know they're going to have those. So Stock a wider range. Yeah. Um, and also this place sells some cheap, cheap fucking shit. So <laughs> I got that. But enough of that boring shit. I do models. We've heard about that before. It's boring as fuck. 
What did we do next? We went to a pirate-themed... I thought it was a pirate-themed bar. It turned out to be a pirate-themed maid cafe bar. Yep. I previously was staunchly against the idea of a maid cafe, citing that it was creepy, (laughs) which it was, kind of, and kind of just like a bit... like. Yeah, like the the hostesses that come over and talk to you who's having a very rough English slash Japanese conversation about Studio Ghibli films, Spirited yeah. Away, Totoro and I mean luckily we have like they're like powerful microcomputers in our hands that will let us like translate languages instantly so yeah. we can kind of figure our way along. Google Translate's pretty awesome. And <coughs> they just have this whole like it's it's not See, made cafes sound very sleazy and and that, but they're really just. I think they caught on. They're very playful, like mm. it's very much like a game kind of. I think they caught on that at first we weren't super duper into it, so she left us alone and went and fucked with those other guys that were like spending their weekend. What day is it? Yeah, it's just two guys is and uh, buying bottles of Moe. I have no idea what day it is. <laughs> they were buying bottles of champagne and sharing it with the maids, which like, fucking, you know, more power to them. Whatever you want to do, my boy, you do that shit. Live yeah. your truth. Stand in your bliss, whatever the fuck. I don't remember those inspirational bullshits. But yeah, like they, they realised that we weren't super on that stuff and they went off and, like you know, played with the other customers and shit. And uh, a few beers in, though, they came back and they were trying their hardest... To get on with our pig Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more, the more we drink, the more we can speak Japanese, or at least attempt to, without... I think that's the thing. Like, yeah. I made a concerted effort to learn Japanese. It's not an easy language. Face-to-face with an actual Japanese person, I'm just like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do the stuff that everyone knows about trying to learn. <laughs> but you stick a few beers down my gullet, and I'm all game. I'm for it. Yeah, but going back to Maid Cafe, it's just very... I quite like them. They're just very like innocent, playful experiences. It's all very, it's all very cute. Like the whole experience is just very cute. Like they say, here's a treasure chest, and they open it up, and it's got your gold in it, and the gold turns out to be I your beer coasters. I still don't understand that. Oh yeah, it was coasters, wasn't it? And like they said, um, one yen is one gold, and then all the prices on the menu are in gold. So yeah. you buy- See, that was what confused me because yeah. I thought there was going to be some sort of like points card involved where the more <laughs> shit you bought, like the more they would do or something. But it turned out they just they would just like hang out and do stuff. Yeah, you just you just chill out in a pirate themed bar. Everyone's dressed as captains. Um, the Goonies is playing on repeat, non <laughs> non stop. The Goonies with no sound. So you can't hear what they're saying. And but Japanese, it's Japanese subs. subbed, and you've got J-pop playing super loud over the speakers. <laughs> and you've got some of the girls doing karaoke from time to time, which is yeah, great, uh, and doing dances and stuff, and that's quite funny. So I guess before we move in, move on with this, I'm going to point out that at this point, my beer count is like seven on almost no sleep in a, like a thirty hour period, maybe. Jesus. Yeah, I need to go to bed soon. I didn't have beers on the plane. I just went straight for the gin oh, and tonics. Oh shit! I didn't even think about plain beers. Gin and tonics. Probably like nine or ten beers then, <laughs> and then made cafe happened. Um, Did you count airport beers? You had beers at London and I Amsterdam. Call that twelve then. <laughs> <laughs> twelve. Oh shit! So 
It's it's been a beery day for you, but it's like I've devised a new system to test the maids. We're gonna find out which is the best maid. <laughs> um, so we paid a bit extra for a drink just so you could have a photo with one of them. That was in the pirate in the pirate bar, and then after that, we went outside and said, like, "Oh, let's get a taxi home." And then you was like, "No, let's go to another maid bar." But wait, we also <laughs> asked the pirate girl, "Oh, yeah. where is the best ramen around here?" Right, and she pulls out this map. And gives us detailed directions to what she thinks is the best ramen restaurant in the area. And even taught us the Japanese for left and right, which I've promptly forgotten. Except for... Mickey. Mickey. Uh, it's Miggy. It's Miggy. not Mickey. I said it sounds like Mickey. Uh, Mickey yeah, Mouse. She said, yeah, it sounds like Mickey, but it's Miggy. It's Miggy. It's and left. That's, that's left. Right, I can't fucking remember. Right, it's got two syllables. It's like, yeah, I'm not even going to try. That's free, I think. Uh, maybe. It's got Who more than one. cares? No, these people don't care. Really. They do. They so do. we're starting to judge. We're starting to judge the maids on what's their whole like shtick. What are they what are they doing there? What's their picture like <laughs> when they take a picture with you? Yeah, you've you've got a. I good... got I got two now. Yeah, so straight after the pirate cafe, we went to a classic maid dreaming maid cafe, which is just it's like the it's like the Nike of maid cafes right it's, I think it's the original one that kind of started or at least one of the most the most popular one that's currently doing it and it's just basically girls in maid costumes all fully clothed not bearing I don't know how old these girls are but I'm guess I think they're of legal age well considering Japan's got very low age <laughs> legal age it's uh, yeah yeah um this is a nice beer. It's a nice beer, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So then we went to this uh, maid cafe and we you ordered, you and your friend, uh, you and your housemate ordered two giant beers, which are like 800 millilitres. Giganto Biru, actually. Cause G- they, Giganto Biru. On the Giganto Biru. Uh, on the chalkboard on the wall, they were 800 mil, but in the menu, they were 900 mil. When they turned up, I had no way of guessing, but I would have guessed at least 300 mil of it was ahead. Excuse me. Yeah, it's very hard to find a really good pulled pints in Japan, or at least Tokyo, at least. Everywhere I've gone to, restaurants, bars, made cafes, always have a lot of head on their beer. This is my one prayer for the, um, um, do we spoil that bar we're going to, or do we let it like just reveal later on in the first Oh, future, no, I think, so. I think we uh, leave it as a little cliffhanger. We leave it. We're going to a bar that might be pretty fucking special. And if they don't have like an insane amount of head on their beers, that would be the best thing in my life ever. <laughs> Other than visiting like the Rochefort Brewery, <laughs> which I can do anytime I fucking please. I just pay for it and go there. And go see the monks in Belgium. Fifteen of them. All fifteen of them. Mm. So you ordered two big beers, just short of a litre of beer each between you. I ordered a, a small beer, a small beer being a pint, and a matcha green tea ice cream in a, in a very cute turtle shape. Ice cream. Ice cream parfait. Ice cream parfait. And that was really nice, apart from like the bottom half were just cornflakes. <laughs> just cornflakes and ice cream. It, looked, it was great on top. It had like whipped cream, sprinkles, it had a... Cherry? Super kawaii... Kawaii des. Kawaii des. It had a super cute turtle with green tea. I thought it was a, a kuma, a bear. No, it's not a bear. And then because um, we learned what a bear is in Japanese now, it's kuma. <laughs> yeah, why did we learn what a bear is in Japanese? 
Oh, because Dane paid for us to all have animal ears on our heads. No, I paid for me. No, my package gave me free animal ears, and I think oh, they yeah, they this, gave you two some animal ears out of. This is sympathy. part of made dreaming shtick, right? You can't just go in and buy a beer. You have to buy like a package, which is like you buy a drink and a uh, a cake or a dessert or something, and then like a dance from a maid or a picture of a maid or like wear some animal ears and look at a maid while she does something I fucking know I just wanted that big beer real bad so I got it so I, I paid for this package to get three animal ears and I'm still wearing them now I think the, the taxi driver and the uh, convenience store we just went into looks me a bit funny because of that did you um, go in there? oh you did go in there yeah. I haven't taken my ears off because they're mine and they're glorious they are um, I'm a pink and I miss them yeah your friend stole some ears He's sleeping now because he threw up from drinking too much, like a puss cake. <laughs> I'm just because I'm angry at him now because he's got ears and I don't. <laughs> but then I do have pictures of two maids. <laughs> so yeah, my package gave me a picture with a maid, and I donated that picture to Carl so he could have a Polaroid picture with one of the maids. And, and it's for scientific reasons. The maid in the first picture. How would you describe her expression? Okay, <laughs> she looks. We've discussed this already. This is going to be the the um, the the sort of parameters for best made of mm-hmm. two thousand and seventeen Tokyo trip, right? It's going to be how she appears in the picture, uh, her general demeanor, what kind of shit you get when you go in like a shtick, and uh, the ramen. Yeah, yeah, the ramen recommendation, right? Because so we're on. asking them for a ramen recommendation at the end. How many ram- how many maid cafes we plan to go into? Because I only plan to go into one, just as a, well, like a all novelty. Of, all of them. Anyone oh. we come across that's cool themed. We don't have to go to another maid dreaming because fuck those. Like I don't. I'm I think done. we've we've seen everything that maid dreaming would give us. Yeah, we've done. Oh, oh fuck, we've done a ton of shit there. So, so we'll see. We'll see some of the other themed bars. For some reason, all the themed bars are themed around maids. You know, different theme. I'm so not sure why. Pirate girl. I want to say her name was Erin. Maybe. Yeah. I think that was made up because that doesn't. Sound no, like no, Japanese that was name. that was made dreaming. She, oh. she was Erin. So her name was Japanese pirate girl, and in her picture, she seems neutral, which to me feels about right. Like to be fair, as she counted down from three to one, I shouted out, <laughs> "No touching, <laughs> no, no touching!" In Arrested Development, because we love Arrested. Development. Yeah, we love Arrested Development. And the first thing she said, <laughs> "No touching," when she comes to the table, was, "I am the captain." <laughs> Rule number one: No touching. No touching the captain, because I, I suppose lots of people go in and try and yeah, touch which the captain. I think is good because she's. I think that that cafe makes a good point of like. These these girls aren't to these this aren't, isn't this a strip club. Yeah, it's just very it's like a companion club, right? Which yeah, we didn't particularly need because it was three of us, but it was an experience. I don't yeah. know. I, I I like the fact of speaking to someone from a different culture hmm. um, and just yeah, yeah I like that. that. I mean, that's that basically nice. the whole reason. I'm and also Japan. asking their ramen recommendations, like you know, they, she works in the area. She might know. So I guess let's round it up. It's probably the last thing we did anyway, apart from what we're doing right now, because we've just come back from that. So I guess on the end of each part, we round up with what the maids were like. <laughs> maid one, the pirate maid, pirate Japanese girl is what her name was, because I forgot to take her name. No touching. No touching. Uh, she looked... Um, neutral. Neutral in her picture, which I would expect, because she's not into me. I have no illusions that she's into me. 
She doesn't have to be into you. She has, like she's smiling. Oh, she just has to like give a fake smile. Like she must give that's loads. What she's of... doing. She's doing a fake smile. Like... She's always doing like fake smiles, and that's what you really It's just quite funny because you see him do all these fake smiles to customers, and you see him go behind the bar, and the face just drops, which is quite sad to the see. The weird really. thing is that she's doing fake smiles to ask, and then asking other customers about things that are English because she doesn't know them. <laughs> Bring back to us. Oh yeah, but yeah, so she's doing a. She looks neutral in her picture, which is great. Like, well, whatever. She, You're yeah. both holding swords and guns. Yeah, which Toys, is swords and guns. Dope. And then she, like, drew all over the picture and shit, whatever. And they all do that, apparently. Hashtag Free Palestine. Hashtag Free Palestine, because she drew the Star of David on it a lot. <laughs> like, four times. The Star of David all over my picture that I paid for, or Dane paid for. <laughs> she's, she's getting very political. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a crucifix on the back. Uh, she's neutral in her picture um, she didn't provide the ramen recommendation but someone from her camp did and they did a very fucking good job they gave us a paper map and they yeah they drew a map they, and like said you are here they didn't ram- they gave, ramen they is a here pre-prepared map a pre-prepared like, map of and the whole of Akihabara and they drew they drew on the map so they said you are here ramen is here and then take this road down here and turn left and turn right and turn left and you're here well, so, she did do like she did a heart around the place we were at Yes, do hearts around the place. Heart around the ramen place. But on the way, if there was another maid cafe from the same chain, (laughs) she'd do a heart on that one as well. Which I don't mind. And she also taught us the left and right in Japanese, which I've forgotten, but that was a good touch. Yeah. Okay? That was quite nice. From the maid dreaming cafe. Her picture, she looks like she's fucked off and she wants to go home. Which (laughs) I get, because it's 11pm and she's got three drunk British dudes in there. But... (laughs) In this case, when you're buying a picture from someone, appearances are everything, I think. Right? <laughs> I think it's quite funny that you're like got the happiest smile in the world and she is just so miserable. I'm just I'm pissed up, right? <laughs> because, it's a, because it's a Polaroid, you can only, they only take one photo. Normally with digital photos you can take like five or ten and pick the yeah, best one. She's trying like they're trying to do it in Polaroid so that I'm not gonna share it on social media, but fucking jokes on them because I already did about six times. And I'm in a different country. Like, I've done it. I don't even have Wi-Fi yet. Guess we've got to put these in show notes, these photos. <sighs> yeah, I mean, listen. I uploaded the last two episodes. I can't do show notes. <laughs> I'm bad at it. Now, I'll teach you. I'll teach you the power of Markdown. Cool. Um, what do we... Uh, yeah, so her picture is not good. She's a nice-looking girl. Not what I would pick. And maybe the other girl from the pirate girl, she's not what I would pick either. But at least she was, like, neutral and not angry. <laughs> This one looks a my my wallet's in there. She just she just looks angry. She was a bit angry. Um, ramen recommendation was no good. She asked about four different girls, and one of them just said like a name, and then took my ears off me. They <laughs> <laughs> kicked me out. What I do like is um, you won a prize. Yeah, the general shtick, which is another thing that I came up with a little while ago that I forgot. Um, the general shtick in May Dreaming seems to be that, like, it's all games rather than, like, companionship or whatever. They come over and they try and, like, do magic spells on your beer and, like, they make you join in. Yeah, every time you order a beer or something to eat, you have to do this little magic spell with them, which involves some basic hand gestures and some Japanese words, very basic Japanese words, or sometimes like animal English sounds. Words. And animal yeah. sounds, yeah, it's very, like... Yeah, it's very like cute and playful. Meow and grr. Grr and mooey, mooey. Delicious. Mui. And all that. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, it's like do a do a love heart sign with your hand and then like wave it around your food. It's just I just wanted a really big beer. It does make your beer more delicious a doing Giganto beer. Doing this uh doing these gestures and whatever. <laughs> but um me. that's the beer kicking in. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you won a prize. They came over and said, Do you want to do a lucky dip for you? Yeah, they did a tombola, didn't they? A tombola, they you did a, a box and put it in the box was all these tickets. And on the back of the box was a list of all the things that you could win, and we didn't have a fucking clue what was in there because it was you, all in Japanese. And you didn't do a good job of explaining what the rules or the whatever is in English. And she just pointed out. That she like, said, three hundred yen, get a ticket, and you can win something." Yeah. So I, apparently, you add it to your bill, and I didn't have the bill, so I just went, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and I start my hand in. I pull out this ticket. And apparently, it was a fucking grand prize winner, and it's near me, so I can get it. And they can't see it. I can read from it. They can't see it, no, but it... Are you going to the toilet? Is it in the toilet? Oh, there it is. I've got a box of Made Dreaming brand made cookie. Made cookies. And um, I don't know what's in them because it's all in Japanese. It just says made cookies and it's got pictures of maids on the front. They're a bit wet because it's raining outside. I can guarantee that not a single one of these were in the cafe that we were in. Let's uh, take a photo for the... The lovely people at home. Get that, because um, you can't see shit on that. No, I'm not going to take a picture of the back. Because <laughs> I don't want to open it, because it's wrapped like a really nice present. But Yeah, give, give it to We're going to have a cookie. Oh, okay, let's have a cookie. Let's, let's, let's do a live review of the cookies. Oh, it's like a Yoshi egg inside. Oh, okay, sweet cookie. Sweet cookie. Let's take a picture now you've taken the uh, first layer of wrapping off. So this is the, the grand prize that you can win, is a box of cookies. And this costs 300 yen, which is... Which is not much. Which is about two pounds. Oh. I was hoping for like a box of chocolates. Oh, it's a box of cookies. It's a box of packets of cookies. I feel like they're supposed to give these out to people. Let's have a look. And when you open up, they're even smaller than the packet. Oh! Kawaii this. How cute are they? It's like a little heart-shaped cookie. With a little pink heart in the middle. This is all going in the show notes. You should read these. This is a, There's one cookie in each bag, though. So, two, four, six. There's eight cookies in this box. They don't taste brilliant. I'm not going to lie. Could do a bit of icing or something to moisten. The pink doesn't taste any different from the white. Yes. Yeah, that's what I've been hurt. That's what I've been told. Oh, peanut M&M's. Pink and white. Pink and white. No, that's not right. Never mind. Um, One more thing I wanted to mention that happened in the Maid Cafe, but I completely forgot. We did a bunch of theft on them. (laughs) We tried to. We stole so much shit from them. No, we didn't. We stole content, because you're not allowed to take pictures, and we did. Okay, yeah, we took... We stole more content, because you're not allowed to take videos, and we did. We stole... Your friend stole... I didn't steal anything. Your, Your buddy stole some animal ears. I really wanted to steal a glass. The 900 mil... The, the sort of, um, what do you call it, like a stein? Like a tankard. A tankard, made Dreaming branded tankard. I wanted to steal that. And I even asked one of them if I could buy this. And I think she understood and she said no. So fuck, the, fuck her. Like, I want that. Yeah, it didn't happen. You haven't I offered it. her 2,000 yen and she said no. 2,000 Donnies. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Donny yens. <laughs> That's the currency we're spending right now. Yeah, just, um, just splashing their donnies everywhere. So that was their shtick, apart from the last bit. The last bit, we got glow 
They gave us some glow things. No, I, I glow was, sticks. I was in the toilet for this bit. But I don't fully understand what was happening. Were we paying for that? No, someone paid for them to do a show. Well, so they just gave out glow sticks. So they no, we paid for the glow sticks. They come around and say, "We're going to do a show. Do you want to buy some glow sticks?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I do!" And I bought three glow sticks, one for each of us. And I had to look up the Japanese for purple so I could get a purple one because I like purple. Yeah, so I had a green one. Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Your friend had the red one because he's a Sith. I had purple because I'm Samuel Jackson. Yep, you are Samuel Jackson. So then like, the lights dimmed. Motherfucker. <laughs> it lights dimmed. The disco ball came on and then the maids were all dancing and miming to this K-pop, to these two K-pop songs. No, I don't want another one of them. I do. To these, to these two K-pop songs. And J-pop? J-pop songs. We're in Japan. It could have been K-pop. Well, I actually kind of listen to K-pop. So. Oh, okay. You're, you're the expert on these. Matters. I can pick out Korean words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're all dancing to all these crazy songs and we're clapping along, waving these glow sticks around. We had a lightsaber fight. It was we're, pretty we're, tight. We had a little lightsaber fight. Um, yeah, Luke won against Samuel Jackson, I think, from my experience. Fuck off. Um, at some point, the mage took our glow sticks away from us. Probably to try and calm us down, and instead gave us a um, tambourine to piss around with. Little did she know, I'm a fucking pro with a tambourine. And you, you were keeping the beat. I'm good at tambourine. I think you'll agree. No, yeah, I can't deny. I'm good at tambourine. I don't just like... Like, fuck that noise. I do... I'm going on syncopated beats. Like, I'm good with a tambourine. I don't know if they appreciated it. I don't think if they particularly cared because she was still like dancing on the stage to a J-pop song for the polite for the uh, pleasure of this old man who paid for it. Yeah, it was this old businessman who bought like the top package, which gives you. I think that's like twenty five thousand yen or some shit. No, it's four thousand four thousand five hundred because I was tempted to get it just to show you guys <laughs> just to show you guys the the, the finale dance I that they did. I assumed that was like big boohoo bugs. No, it's like four thousand five hundred yen, which is um, forty quid. Roughly about thirty pound, oh. thirty five pound. Okay. Um, yeah, for that you get food, you get drink, you get a dessert, and you get a special dance performed to to the whole. He did two though. He did it twice. Oh, and he had like this special photo shoot with all the girls, where he basically sat on the floor, and he's like an old, oldish businessman, maybe. Early fifties, early to late fifties. Super duper bald. Super like. duper balding, grey hair, and he's like kneeling on the floor. He was there on his own, and just kneeling on the floor with all these like young maid girls around him taking photos. And then I don't he, think any of these were older than like twenty seven. <laughs> and, and then he was just clapping along, waving his glow sticks, and then they were waving their glow sticks that he stole from us because they gave the tambourine instead. It's just crazy. Like you, you just don't get to experience this kind of thing anywhere else. This is on like the third floor of some building in the middle of the city like yeah it's in a complete... this shit does not happen in London oh that's another thing we went to Super Potato oh fuck me we went to Super Potato this is mecca for the, for, for our demographic <laughs> I would say this is like mecca this is the place where any of any of the people that are listening would almost definitely be like this is the thing we're going to talk about though so straight up to the fifth floor, uh, got jumped in the elevator. I it's closed. It's three, right? Like three floors. It's three floors. It's third, fourth, and fifth floor of this building. 
So I close the elevator door as you was getting in. I press the close buttons. You cock. <laughs> Tweet you off. <laughs> yeah, well now we know who's stronger, don't we? Me or an elevator door, and it's me. Yeah, you fought the door on the door one. Um, Wait, no. <laughs> I fought the door, and the door stopped and retreated. <laughs> Only for safety, health and safety purposes. <laughs> it's health and safety. So yeah, we got to the fifth floor, and it's just full of these retro arcade machines. We was playing uh, Bomberman, Metal Slug, Final Fight. Final Fight. Final which... Fight. I've played some Resident Evil. You were playing a pachinko machine, which you S- cannot win. Slot machine. I did. I did. I put I like a pound in. We'll talk about like our other pachinko mach- uh, experience in in a future one because I think I kind of want to go back to that place and just try it. Yeah, we went to that place. We went to a pachinko place and it was just noisy, loud, full I of used to DJ. lights and music. I used to DJ in London raves and this place was disgusting on an audio level. <laughs> like I didn't want to stay in there. It was hurting my fucking hearing so much. Anyway, Super Potato. Um, top floor is full of these old arcade games you can play. And also... Um, a life-size solid snake. A life-size solid snake. With a make-up... With, with a Mario hat. Oh, see, in my memory, it's Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> no, it wasn't a Make America Great Again. But if there is someone who can make America Great Again, I believe it is Solid Snake. I do want to go back there because they have tons of, like, 20 yen, 30 yen, 40 yen sweets. Yeah, they've got this, like, sweet shop, which is full of these very cheap, small sweets that you can just... Buy loads of them yeah, for like not very much. Not the most important thing, but you can also smoke up there, which is something I'm looking out for because because no yeah, you're not allowed to smoke in most of the city of Tokyo on the streets. That is in public. I think it's it's not allowed. I think it's more of like a fucking consideration thing, right? So like, if you're wandering home at three in the morning and there's no one around, I don't think you're gonna get busted for smoking a cigarette. But like, you know, midday. In Akihabara, I think you probably would get super fined for smoking a cigarette. And you'd probably get looked looked down upon, even more so. Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't like it anyway. If I have the choice, I don't like to smoke around people. I think it's kind of rude. They don't have the choice. Like It's like I'm making a choice for them. that makes sense? I'd rather smoke off somewhere else on my own. Smoke in your own privacy. Yeah, or if this pub says I can smoke inside, then I'm going to fucking go for it, because I haven't smoked in the pub since before the UK smoking burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite. So after the fifth floor, we went down to the fourth and third floor, oh which is just full of racks of retro video games, just SNES games, NES games, and all these piles of consoles just lying around, controllers, accessories. Just in this place, you can buy a GameCube. All its controllers in any, uh, all its cables and a controller in any color you want for about fifteen pounds. Yeah, about fifteen, twenty pounds. Uh, here for a comp- uh, uh, in the UK for a complete GameCube, you're looking at like at least thirty five quid, if like probably way more. Yeah, I was thinking like for forty pounds we could have got a GameCube, a selection of good games and controllers. Japanese games is the problem. No, Japanese games are better because they have like. But you can't read Japanese. You don't need to read Japanese. It's all intuitive menus. <laughs> I know I know how to pick Mario and Smash Brothers, for example. I don't need... To. I know how to play Ocarina of Time without English, probably. Yeah, it's all like map markers and all that shit. Hmm. But um, yeah, that was our first day in Tokyo. And now we're back in the apartment, finished our beers, probably going to get to bed, and then I've got a conference tomorrow. I'll be at Try Swift, learning, um, meeting people, learning new things, and... Yeah, I and you're gonna... you're waiting for your suitcase. I'm waiting for my suitcase. I'm prob- my housemate might go out. I don't know what he's gonna do. I 
personally don't like to be, but I'm kind of paranoid. I kind of want to stay around, wait for my suitcase to get here, get that shit sorted, and then I can fuck about with whatever else. But I think we're going to go to Odaiba in the evening and in... go see the uh, Gundam. Yeah, going to Odaiba Island, which has a big Gundam, which I think it's the last few days it's here. I think it goes... It goes disappears on the 5th. goes on the 5th. Okay, so we, yeah, when you see it. The best part about that is they're taking it down until 2019. So they can have it mechanised for the Olympics. So they can have it moving. They want it to walk. They want it to walk. I bet you... Free of supports. I bet you it'll be walking free of supports in the Olympic Stadium carrying the flame. Probably. Carrying um, the flame. Because that that Gundam, like, it's the Gundam, the original Gundam. It's such a sort of iconic fucking figure. I mean, that's why it's a one-to-one scale statue. How freaking lucky are we to see it before it's taken down? They announced like, the last few days. After we uh, decided all this shit. We decided, and then it came out that this thing was coming down, and Gundam Front Tokyo was shutting, and I was like, Jesus, fuck, when is, <laughs> when is it coming down? <laughs> and it turns out, while we're here, so... If I wanted to be a complete, you know, dick about it, I could go and see it on its last day, have it like watch it be dismantled. But I feel that's a bit too sad. Maybe just bring your little violin along and play a sad song. So I don't think we're going to do daily episodes. Looking back, I think we're going to try and do a few different episodes string together. Yeah, round up and review. We're going to try and record daily and then stitch them together and see what works. Um, this episode's gone a lot longer than what we thought it would. I enjoyed it though. It's been fun. The last I've one we did uh, was kind of rambly. And apologies for the sound quality because we're recording <laughs> off my laptop. And yeah, it's, it's a Mac, it's not Windows. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, so we're recording off um, a high quality laptop. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't brought any microphones or anything with me because... We did a sound check. I forgot. It sounded okay. It sounded okay. I think you'll manage. We'll try and clean up the audio and yeah. a little bit in post. So as we said before, it's probably going to be either the like the amount of time this is going to go. It's going to be either two episodes or like three. Yeah, we'll just try and summarise a little bit of what we've done each day and just go into detail. So, so far, what's been your favourite thing about Japan? Uh, my favourite thing about Japan so far has been I've done Europe, right? Like, you can do a few com- uh, countries in Europe and it's the same shit. Like, you're doing the same things you're doing here. Tiny little bit different. Yeah, Europe's right. probably held together with, like, 70% of the same. Same shit. 30% different. You come here, I can, like, I can't just go up to a person and ask them something because 90% chance they then got a fucking clue what I'm saying. <laughs> and you can't just look up at signs and read them or expect no, to read them and understand pictures of signs so that later on I can feed them into Google Translate and find out what they say <laughs> like my favourite thing so far about Japan has just been the complete culture shock it's completely different like our social norms that we do on a day to day basis in England aren't here they're gone like and also I because I I've been to Asia a few times I kind of take it for granted and I've just come back from three weeks in China. I just watching you and your housemate, who's first time here in in Asia. Just watching you look out the train window, looking at all the architecture and like the houses look like they're ripped straight from animes, like the proper roofs, like the Asian style roofs. <laughs> We've literally seen them in animes. It's so funny just watching you just like, admire them. I thought I used to do that, but now it's like not that special to me because I've seen so many of these 
traditional style houses. So that was quite funny for me just to see you guys experience this for the first time. Today we saw the tutorial level from Jet Set Radio in real life. Like it was Yeah, there. yeah, it was walking from Shibuya to this ramen place and I said, Hey, look around, do you know where you are? And you both said, Jet Set Radio. Jet Grind Radio. Jet Grind Radio. If you're in America or Japan, uh, here in Europe and England, it's Jet Set Radio. Yeah, and I just like walked along a little bit because, oh, this is the big hill that you, you, you grind down. It doesn't look as steep in real life as it does in the game. No, it just doesn't exist in real life. There's <laughs> a little bit of it and then it's a flat street. But Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe it used to be steeper. Maybe it just flattened out over the years. I don't know. Yeah, like I sent an email to my uh, one of my best buds who is a, like a long-time huge, huge Jet Set Radio fan. He's played in every iteration, every remake and remaster and whatever else. And I was like, yo, boy, I was just standing in the tutorial level of Jet Set Radio. And he was like, fuck, cling off. 